Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling well. Uh, this is one of the teams I'm always like fun to, you know, happy to make fun of. So I'm, I'm excited for this podcast. Well, there's one less thing to make fun of because uh, Ryan Grigson's no longer employed there. That's true. That's true. I feel like we've had the same conversation with the guests. Yeah. Look, they still have the owner. They still have the coach. There's a lot yeah. of things to make fun of. Yeah, but like, I feel like even when we did this podcast like in beta in 2011, <laughs> uh, like are uh, are about to be on guests than me. Uh, you know, we, we were just arguing about like the Colts not being able to build around the quarterback. Yeah, well, it's it's been the same things always for this team. They don't have a defense, and their quarterback is always getting killed because they don't have a team around him. So mm-hmm. two to fifty three, as you like to say. Yeah, two to fifty three. Let's introduce our our guest so we could uh, he could defend himself like a man. Back once again to discuss his beloved Indianapolis Colts is what three time, four time guest, something like that. Jake Lewin. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. Jake, how many times have you been on the podcast? I think since the beginning. I think since I've been doing this. I was like every episode you've been here? Yeah, every one. Every okay. single one. He's I'm, in the background. Every yeah, I'm producing yeah. it in the booth. He's know? definitely in the background of this one, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm laughing yeah, anyway. I was <laughs> saying that, that your audio is not super great. Um, uh, all right, Jake. So uh, are you, were you super psyched that, uh, that Grigson's out? It's great news. It's really absolutely essential that they got rid of him already. Um, not to mention that it was the entire community of Indianapolis wanted him gone and the players wanted him gone. I, it made no sense why he even stayed as long as he did. Right. No, it did make no sense. But there's some bad decision makers. Uh, so there was know. a tweet. You know what? There was a tweet that I saw yesterday or two days ago that went through a lot of the uh, the brilliant – Grigson moves in 2013. Yeah, you want to take us through some of them? Sure. And I will say, I was number one on the bandwagon of anti the Trent Richardson tweet. You could, we, you know, we established this on last year's podcast. Right. We don't have to bore all the fans again. Not picking up Dwight Freeney in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, trading Jerry Hughes for uh, Shepard. Yeah. Which, which at the time was defensible because. Which Shepherd? Lito Shepard? No, uh, Calvin Shepard. Okay. We don't know this. Yeah, it was defensible at the time because he, Jerry Hughes was considered a bust in Indianapolis because he was drafted in the first round. I think he was the last. Yeah, it was the last pick of the first round. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but no, the last pick of the um, of the Polian era Mm -hmm. in the first round. Yeah. So I mean, I think that was a big 
I'm like, I can't even remember everything. But those were two pretty indefensible things. Besides, I mean, drafting Philip Dorsett in the first round of 2015. And now he's allegedly on the, the trading block. Let's, let's talk about Andrew Luck for a second, Jake. Because Chester has spent the last 15 podcasts bashing Andrew Luck. I've, you know, he, basically his argument is that it's a, you know, there's a lot of smoke. But ultimately, like when you look at his career stats so far, we're widely overrating him. So is it is this just a you know like a uh, you know like a systemic of the idea that there's no one around him? Do you think maybe we need to take a step back and say like Luck is just a good quarterback, but let's stop expecting him to come Peyton Manning because really he's just like another Joe Flacco? What do you think? So I think the Joe Flacco comparison is pretty awful because Joe Flacco. Yeah, because Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. Right, that's very funny. Um, first no, of I'm all, not even joking. Was, he has. He has. He has. And he was phenomenal that postseason. He was. He had a very good postseason. In terms of just raw mechanics, Joe Flacco is a terrible passer. That's for sure. You want to come um, on our Bucks podcast and talk about Joe Flacco? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about no, I, Andrew Luck? I, I think Andrew Luck is very talented. I think he's also, like, the expectation that he's going to be one of the best of all time is, I mean, that that's not necessarily going to happen or should be the case. I think he's incredibly talented. He's very, he's, has great potential, and he has performed considering that he's had really nothing good around him. Right. But um, by the way, just keep in mind, you're saying potential. Uh, he's going to be 28 in week one. I mean, that's not that. He's still at the beginning of his career. He's only played for five years. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that he won't play for another 10 unless he gets clobbered by his offensive line. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. All right, so let's talk about, as Chester said, the 2-53. to 53. What excites you about the pieces around Andrew Luck? What, about the defense, the offense? What, what, what has you jazzed and optimistic about this season? This season? I mean, I like their two draft picks this season. I like, I like Malik Hooker. I think there's a lot of potential. I think the fact that he dropped to 15 is pretty amazing. Um, and I mean, I like Quincy Wilson also, but of course they're both injured and they weren't in practice today. All right. Well, hopefully we'll be back for practice tomorrow. Um, right. Chester, do you have any questions for Jake about the Colts? No, I just, I mean, can they stay healthy is the biggest question, right? Is there I mean, any reason to think this defense is any better? So I think the defense is a, is in a rebuilding form. I really like what Chris Ballard's done. He brought in a lot of contracts with one, two-year, almost show-me contracts like Jabal Sheard and, and Josh Simon and even Brokervius Mingo. I mean, people that have potential to be good players. Um, and he's also creating competition in the locker room. Um, but I, I think that absolutely no one expects fans and the, uh, the, the, the general manager and, and anyone in that staff thinks that they're going to be competitive this next year. I think it's two years down the road. You know, so grow. you're openly conceding the 2017 season already. Well, I'm shocked. I mean, I, I'll tell you the truth. Only because they're in the AFC South did I have a chance of making the playoffs. If they were in any other competitive division, like if they were in the AFC West, they'd get five wins and that'd be it. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably agree with you. I had them 21 in my power rankings. Keith had them 23. But I also think they're going to go 8-8 eight eight or 9-7. and seven, so. I, think they're, I think it's totally reasonable they'd go 8-8. Eight your over-under is eight and a half, by the way. I don't know. Is it too early, Keith, to ask Jake for his over-under? No, we'll just do it now. I have to look at the schedule. I have to – because I'm not – Oh, it doesn't prepare for the podcast. Mm. Okay. Oh. Let's for next year. Do you know any other Colts fans for next year? Just FYI. <laughs> um, right. I mean, do we even know if Andrew Luck's shoulder is healthy? So, I think 
He's, he's, he's on the pup right now. I think what really what it comes down to is, as I was mentioning before, he could probably play in terms of his, his arm strength, in terms of just overall health. I think that knowing that their line sucks and he might get slammed to the ground in the first five plays of a game, if his shoulder's not perfect, there's no reason to throw him out there. I mean, that's what I think they're trying to do. And especially the fact that Ryan Kelly, who I really like, by the way, um, is out for at least the next. I think he's on IR, so probably six, probably six, eight games. Pop where we're from. Um, let me ask Hold you something. On. Wait, wait. I just want to get clear of this. So you don't think Andrew Luck's starting the season? I think it's a very unlikely chance he'll be starting week one, maybe wow. week two. So, or week so three. does Tolzian start week one? So the. I think they shouldn't start Tolzian. Uh, Stephen Morris has shown much more in preseason. Mm-hmm. And Tolzian, even you saw the one game where he played last year against the Steelers, which was one of the worst Thursday night games, or even Thanksgiving games, rather, ever. You know um, I actually started him in fantasy? You did? Yeah, that week. Over oh, a better right. option because Wait. all the projections said, you know, Pittsburgh's defense thinks he was going to get some garbage time scores. And, yeah, that did not well, work out because instead he got garbage time interceptions, two of them. Right. Also, they had two plays in the red zone, like, I think in the in the 10. And they, I, was, I was either a pick on one of them and then the other one they went four and out. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware. I got eliminated from the playoffs that week. Oh, yeah. Was, I mean, you shouldn't, I, you shouldn't let people know that you started Scott Tolzien in fantasy yeah, football. It was pretty bad. Well, I was think it, it also league? speaks to the depth of that league I'm in, but yeah. The three QB league? How do they not put somebody to, you know, really assist Robert Gore, Frank Gore, excuse me. They have Robert, Robert Gore. Um, um, he's 34. He's only been in the league 15 years. The people will learn his name eventually. Okay. First of all, Frank Gore really is the ageless wonder. He's like, I had this car for many years that I bought for $900. Mm. It lasted, it had 125,000 miles you know, I bought it from from Mo Litsky for $900. Oh, Mo Litsky. Uh, yeah. Lived next door to me once upon a time. Right. So I Wait, thought you the knew car that? Was... No, you're MTA. <laughs> yeah, you guys are both on. like, first of the MTA out-of-towners, like, there's no one else for them. They, they have to be one small unit. Um, Everyone knows what you're talking about. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> if you can cut that out. Um, so... I think Frank Gore is like that car until it actually breaks down, until he actually like crashes on the field. He's never going to stop. All right. Let's talk about Frank Gore for a second. Uh, one of our commenters on our Facebook page, a guy named Sammy Chester, uh, wanted to know more about players' legacies and uh, you know where they fit in the grand scheme of things. So uh, I'll start with you, Keith. Frank Gore, Hall of Famer, not Hall of Famer? No, he's not a Hall of Famer. What about you, Jake? What do you say? I'm not even close. I, not even I close, would, Keith says. I, so I don't think not even close. I think that... He's had a great career. I just don't know where he stands among other running backs. Well, luckily you're talking to someone who has right, an who all-time... Right, who has endless amount of time, yeah. who doesn't sleep and just makes charts and... I have an all-time running backs ranking 145 players deep. Uh, where do you think Frank Gore shows up in the top 145 running backs of all time? In the 40s. In the 40s. Keith, what do you say? 27. All right, Keith is closer. He's number 19. Nah, you, gotta, you need better. Nah. He's never <laughs> been a top three guy in the league. Never. Well, I mean, he's been he's he's been an All Pro, so by definition, he was a top two running back in the league at least once. No, no, a real All Pro, not a Chester All Pro. Did he get a Chester MVP? I don't. Consider... No, he does not have a Chester MVP. Oh, okay, well then. He... Yeah, I have him number nineteen. I have him one spot behind Tiki Barber. 
you know, he, Tiki he's, Barber he's pl- was objectively better. But you love compilers. You love guys who stay in the league till the thirty-four. Well, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's let's not talk about that. Let's talk about what he did per game. Per game, Frank Gore has ninety-two yards per game for his career. Ninety-two. Should we have? Should we discuss some guys who have lower numbers than that? I'm, how about I'm Thurman? How about Thurman Thomas? What are Frank Gore's numbers prior to Indianapolis? I'm more curious about that. How about Franco Harris? How about John Riggins? How about Jerome Bettis? How about Sean Alexander? How about Jim Taylor? How about Corey Dillon? Maurice Jones-Drew. Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell's in the Hall of Fame, played eight seasons and sucked for most of them. Let's put Frank Gore in the Hall of Fame, and this podcast uh, may not make it this episode. Um, No, I don't have Frank Gore in the Hall of Fame, to be clear. I have him just outside. But if you remember a couple of years ago when he first joined the Colts, Keith, what we said on the podcast that year was Frank Gore and Andre Johnson have joined uh, Andrew Luck with the hope that a Super Bowl will be the cap on their Hall of Fame careers. Uh, obviously, neither one of them uh, won the Super Bowl that year, and neither one of them will probably end up in the Hall of Fame. So, yeah. All right. Let's do the schedule, Jake. Are you ready? Ready. You want to go week by week? Week, week one, by week. you go to L.A. to face the Rams. Are you going to win? I think last time they played the Rams on the road, they got clobbered. Mm, four years um, ago. That, not a right. lot of, not really a lot. Right. Of, you know. Dif- different teams. I mm-hmm. think they could win that game, but that's only if Andrew Luck plays. If Andrew Luck doesn't play, it's going to be a battle between arguably the two worst quarterbacks. Wow, in the league. that would be something. Jared Goff versus Tolzian really might be. <laughs> Whoever the Colts start and Jared Goff. Amazing. All right, week two, home opener against the Cardinals. That's a loss. All right, week three, you assume Luck will be back by week three. Home I, think against you, I think they should beat the Browns. Okay, if they so start 0-2, it's a home game. It's Luck's probably first game back. We're calling week one a loss, right, because we're saying Luck's not going to be there, so you're probably going to Right, lose. I think we're going to call it a loss. All right, so you, one and two, you go to Seattle. That's a loss. Uh, it's a, you know, two really long trips. I mean, I guess you're in Indianapolis, not New York, but still two long trips uh, very early in the season. Uh, hosting the Niners. It's at home. I, I give it to the Colts. All right, two and three, and then Monday Night Football, Colts-Titans in so Tennessee. They're, they're going to split one of the games against the Titans. Mm-hmm. So most likely they lose the one on the road, and then they win the one in November against the Titans. All right, so two and four, and then you host the Jaguars. I assume you're going to give them a win. Wait, the Colts a win. The Colts win, yeah. Not okay, five. Win. Yeah. All right, so three and four, and then you go to Cincinnati and then to Houston. So Cincinnati is always it's more it's actually kind of like a home game because they're so close to Indianapolis and Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. I think they could actually win that game. I don't know what the Bengals are. Honestly, I have no idea. They they could legitimately go ten and six, so they could also go five and eleven. Okay. They go um, six tech- and one. Yes. Um, Texans is going to be a split. All right, but you, this is going to be a, this is a road game, so this is a loss, right? So this is. You know what? They actually perform relatively well in Houston, but they've only Houston's only beaten the Colts once in Indianapolis. So yeah, if I'm going to take the split, this is a loss. So you're four and four, and then the last game before uh, four uh, four and five, and then the last game before the bye, you host the Steelers. So Steelers, they lose. They get killed. They they will get destroyed. Antonio right, Brown so- is a must start that week in fantasy. Okay, so four and six. Yeah, what, what, are there weeks where Antonio Brown should be benched? No, but, I mean, that, 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 that's, a, that's a week, like, in Daily Fantasy. You pay for Antonio Brown that got week. It, got it, got it. All right, so you're 4-6. and six. You already gave them uh, a win for Tennessee because that's the home-and-home and, home and a loss for Jacksonville. Takes you to 5-7. and seven. You really need to run, run the table to have any chance of winning the AFC South or making the playoffs, going to Buffalo at 5-7. and seven. Uh, December, Buffalo. I mean, same thing. I don't know what the Buffalo is made of either. I'd say it's probably a win. Okay, six and seven, 
hosting the the Broncos. Maybe that's Simeon. Maybe that's already Paxton Lynch. Yeah, late they they could beat the Broncos. The Broncos, I think, are going to be terrible this season. Mm, wow, that's a big take. That's a Thursday night game, also. Thursday uh, night games are really just impossible to predict as well. Mm. But yeah, seven and seven. You go to Baltimore. Fun fact: you guys used to play in Baltimore. No, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, I saw a documentary about it. There was a band and everything. Oh, Barry Levinson. Uh, sa- it's a Saturday afternoon game. I hate these Saturday afternoon Christmas games. Eve Eve. I mean, I think it's a win. I mean, I- I'll same thing. Ravens, I think, are not very good either. Wow, so a three-game winning streak gets you to eight and seven. Last game of the, the year, hosting the Texans. What if the Texans are nine and six? Winner makes the playoffs. Right, so they lose that game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you go eight and eight, right? They go eight and eight. They get a fourteenth pick overall, and it's likely a lineman. Very good chance will pan out. Indianapolis Colts. All right, it's pretty much uh, the same thing we always have from the Colts. Chester, you have any anything else on the Indianapolis Colts? All right. So the bottom line is you're going under at the eight and a half, right? I I think truth is you know other podcasts at least it's not even mentioning that some of the, the lines are a hard number. I, I would like to take – I would say conservatively you should take the under, but uh, I might yeah, this take number's the over stupid. just this number's I way like too high. Even in that crappy division. Yeah. If you said there's a chance that your luck doesn't even play a full season. There is a chance. It's so hard to know because Indianapolis Colts really ride or die by Andrew Luck, and if you don't know he's starting week one and it's only in pencil and it's not in pen, it's really hard to predict what the season's going to be like. Let's talk about the fact that your punter uh, hated playing for the Colts so much that he quit his job where he was making, you know, over a million dollars a year, I have to imagine, uh, to go write for some mediocre, like, bro website. Mm. I know. It's kind of – I listen to his podcast sometimes, too. It's it's not very good. I actually like him. Yeah, but he still would rather do that than be – I mean, that's got to be depressing about what it must be like to be on the Colts, though. I think if Grigson had been fired, he might not have. So, yeah, I think that's that. He really hated, really butted heads with Ryan Grigson. Also, whether whether it's a smoke – How often is a punter interacting with the front office like that? It really becomes relevant. Well, they were were negotiating a contract, and he's a good player. And he's a personality. Right, exactly. But in in any event, I mean, I don't know if it's a smokescreen or whether it's a legitimate reason – um, the multiple knee injuries have been his, you know, reason for actually retiring. Saying, I don't know if that's just, you know, an, uh, a really smoke and mirrors. I can't really be so sure, but that's what he says. All right, Keith, what else do we have to say about the Colts? No, no, literally nothing. I'm good. This is probably the most boring one of them all. No, really... no, no, it's the best. It's the best one. <laughs> this is the shortest episode we've done so far. Yeah, it's going to be the shortest right. one. The shortest one. No, Jake, because there's not much any, to say. Um, do you have anything? Or, what, what's going on with you? What's going well, you on want to talk you? about Magic Johnson tampering with your basketball team? Um, I, I wouldn't mind. That's actually incredibly interesting. You know, they uh, hired a white shoe firm. To, uh, the, the Lakers hired a white shoe firm. I think it's Wild Gottschall or Wachtell. Sorry. They hired Wachtell to represent them. I mean, if you're if they're paying Wachtell, that means they're actually nervous about this. Right, that could be. I was actually thinking that that's that's possible. Yeah, a lot. This uh, is very relatable. A lot of people know you're talking about you doofuses. Well, you know, like, I'll tell Wachtell's you, Wachtell's far and away the most expensive law firm in America. Wachtell right. also I, Alex, I, I, Alex, Alex, work for them or no? No, no. Chester. They, they would never hire me. They would Chester's only worked for like eight other law firms, know, so he hasn't really worked for that. It is crazy. We'll get there. Chester's you know, I just saw the other day. I just saw the other day you started a new job. Yeah, Chester. Yeah, I started Chester's a new job. Like lefty, you know, one of these like lefty uh, 
like mediocre relievers that are like good enough to keep getting hired, but not really to like stick around and make right. partner. If, he gets one year contract. He can make partner at like a uh, <laughs> on a baseball team. No, he's trying. He's doing one year contracts. He wants to a lot see of one year deals. Yeah, one of, year deals. Some some of them are a minor league invite. You know, like major league camp invite, <laughs> but a minor league deal. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, got a hearty guffaw out of Jake for that one. This podcast really turned around, Jake. The, 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 serious question: The white shoe law firms—you don't still have to wear white shoes, right? Wow, that's just, that's just a like a, a a moniker, right? Is that a serious question? Yeah, serious question. They're white shoe law firms. You don't have, have to- you ever seen someone wearing white shoes, Akiva? No, but I don't know people who work for for law firms that charge like ten thousand dollars an hour. I mean, have you ever seen me wear white shoes? I was wearing brown shoes in your conference. Because, you know, people used to wear white shoes to work there, right? So I, mean, I want to know if it's, it's more a euphemism, but. No, I guarantee it used to be a thing and not a euphemism. <laughs> well, I, I'm sitting in my office right now. I'm not wearing any shoes for what it's worth. Okay, yeah, you definitely don't work for a white shoe law firm. You work for like a, a Skechers probably type of place. All right. Uh, Jake, thanks so much for coming on. I don't think we're going to talk to you in January because I don't think the Colts are going to be in the playoffs. Right. But you still if, can. You can still we, have Oh, we can talk. Yo, you can email me anytime. <laughs> still able to but be we're not going to record it and post it. No, you can email me anytime for sure. I, I know. Somehow you're always – you guys are the most accessible people in the entire universe. I would agree. I'd say uh, we're not like the funniest or the smartest or the nicest – but we're always around if you want to contact us. Right. That's, that's definitely right. the case. That's, that's really why we're able to do this podcast, like availability. Oh, I was yeah. actually wondering. I was actually wondering, and, and just out of curiosity, yeah. how many people do you know for a fact listen and how many download your podcast? I think we've discussed this before. You clearly haven't heard every single second of every single episode. No, I don't. I self-admittedly. I how about you guess, you guess one number and we'll say over or under? Wait. Okay. That's all you get. Um, also, you never play the roster game with me, speaking of numbers. No, no I do uh, schedule or the roster game. So uh, you got the schedule. You can't get both. Can't get okay. both. Okay. Uh, I would guess 100 subscribers. No, you're insane. So insane because it's much lower? No, of course it's much more than 100 <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> I mean, Jake, you're in the Facebook group. You've seen we have 130 people in the Facebook group. Right. Yeah, this is like the that takes a lot. I mean, I I listen to 30 or 40 podcasts. I'm not in any Facebook groups. It's true. Yeah. Okay. So how much is it? I have no idea. You can't really know. Uh, uh, Should we tell? I don't care. I mean, I have no idea. I'm not hiding any secrets. I just have no idea. We have we have about a thousand subscribers. And weekly listeners, we have depends on the episode two to three thousand. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, if you thought that we had way under 150, then I guess it is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's relative, right? I didn't realize I was on a white shoe podcast. Oh, exactly. No, <laughs> no, exactly. This is, uh, this is um, oh, we're Nike, baby. Well, I mean, you think maybe Nike will start advertising. Okay. I got nothing. All right, this week's episode has been brought talking. brought to you by Nike. Uh, if you want your shoes made by uh, underage children in China for the, a very the, low amount of money, Malcolm, and then you pay a lot Malcolm for it. Malcolm Gladwell podcast has like really weird, you know, because you usually get the same like twelve podcast uh, type uh, ads. The Malcolm Gladwell podcast is like insanely like upper tier. Like, does uh, he have Chanel? At the what are you talking about? He, no, Malcolm Gladwell no, advertises. No, he has Blue Apron, no, and he has um, apron, he has that he has Monster dot com. No, it's ZipRecruiter. It's ZipRecruiter yeah, and Blue Apron, which everybody has. Wait, but the first few episodes was brought to you by Chanel. Yeah, that's true. The first couple which, he did, which yeah. I thought was really strange, especially for the overall tenor of his podcast. Mm. 
Listen, All right. cut those checks wherever they come from. CT, right. Right. let's go. We okay. Go. Yeah, we gotta go. All right, Jake. Uh, uh, terrible luck to your team this year. Uh, hopefully, uh, Andrew Luck is still in one piece. Yeah. And I oh, also yeah. hope the Pacers go at 0-82. 0-82. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'll take the over on that. Okay. I mean, well, hold on. Let's talk about this for one second. Just yes or no. Was the trade they made for Oklahoma City the best trade they had, uh, the best offer they had? Well, it's the only offer that we actually oh. know was offered to them. There's Do you honestly think that's the best offer they got? Do I think it's the best offer they got? I really hope it was the best offer they got. But I mean, they that. were offered Kevin Love by the Cavs. Do we know that for a fact, or is that just a rumor, murmur? Fake not news. Really fake true? news. Yeah. All right. Oh, speaking of that, I actually, to plug, um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm very proud of my Eclipse fake news related tweet today. What was it? All right. I'm going to look at it right now, and I'm going to give you a score. Uh, well, well, what's your Twitter handle? What's your Twitter handle? J.E. Lewin. J.E. Lewin. And what was the tweet? Let's hear it, Keith. Wait. Right. If it's a bad tweet, I have, I'm unfollowing you, okay? <laughs> Whoa, that's a pretty harsh threat. All right, here. No, at real Donald Trump, don't listen to the fake news media. Watch the eclipse without those glasses. Now, oh, here's what I'm going to say. If you were the – see, a thousand people tweeted that today. I'm not going to unfollow you. If you were the first person who tweeted that, it's a good tweet. The problem is – you you know like if you tweet something like that at a certain point it's like oh a thousand people have done it already that's an immediate unfollow for me but i since i don't see but are you it, saying that jake copied them or jake just had the same idea well, as everybody the same else idea but you have to like know when an idea is hacking right. like, when it's like still funny and on twitter that could be like a five minute span where like a great tweet becomes like trash within you know a very short span because everyone's making that so but i, I also you. don't have the platform of a thousand two thousand listeners no it got zero likes and zero retweets exactly <laughs> <laughs> everyone who's listening to show you're listening go to at what is it j what's your what's your twitter handle j e lewin l-e-w-i-n and then give it a like give it a pity like keep that tweet up and we'll see how many people <laughs> listen to the end of this disastrous episode that shouldn't even be aired and Wait, do I have to give it a pity like also? If I'm you listening. To the end. <laughs> okay. All right. We got to go. But uh, Jake Lewin, who, according to his Twitter bio, is a lawyer who cares much more about sports. I just send that to your partner. We'll see what he says. Uh, unless you made partner, unlike Alex. We'll see. Stay tuned. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's been real. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll speak to you. Yeah. Bye. Talk to you later, Jake. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.